Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Happy Monday to you all. Yeah. Wherever and whenever and however you happen to be listening to our podcast, we're very grateful. You bet we are. What did you pick for us this week, oh, Mary? Oh, I've got a parade of techniques, and it's one of those soft, squishy ones. Ooh. You know, so we were kind of reminiscing. What did you bring to the call? Well, you know, and one of our students was talking about the last time that Floyd Wickman was speaking on the platform in his town, and he said, hold hands with your wife. And you know what? We've heard Floyd do this little riff before about, you know, he sees some guy walking across the parking lot three steps ahead of his wife or two steps behind her. And he's, he always thinks to himself, why isn't he walking next to her? Why isn't he holding her hand? You know, he and Linda are the most incredible love story. It's very sweet. Anyway, this student is saying to himself, well, I do that. Floyd, I mean, I do that. Now he's, you know, having this interior conversation, right? So this past week, he's walking across a parking lot and realizes, oh my gosh, I'm like four steps ahead of my bride. I'm not even paying attention. Holy cow. And he goes back and grabs her hand and I just thought that was so sweet because sometimes those messages come to us at a time where we don't need to hear them, but then we're reminded later. And here's the piggyback. Another person in R squared said, my mother always said, never walk ahead of your mother. And my Aunt Teresa would smack me on the head if I walked ahead of her. <laughs> so this is what I love about Floyd Wickman. You know, it's like he's in my family. So that's my parade of techniques today. Kind of a fun little story and, you know, hold hands with your spouse. I, Floyd tells it from a, a male to a female point of view, but I think it's just as true for us strong women. Right, girls? You're shaking your head yeah. at me. <laughs> oh, I agree. Yeah. Except for the smacking in the head part. <laughs> that was his Aunt Teresa. <laughs> okay. We're not recommending you do that. Yeah. Well, in this era of people buying leads, yes, Parade of Techniques this week is never underestimate the power of just sold postcards with a follow-up phone call. Oh, old Not, school. Oh, old school, but you know what? Really smart. Current school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? They, first of all, they make your seller happy. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, they do. But second, what you're doing is you're creating a perception 
that you are the local expert. Mm -hmm. So it is the best way, the best type of geographic farming that you can do. It's the most effective and, and most affordable. You don't have to buy pumpkins and, you know, all those gigantic things that people do with, with geographic farming. This is just a postcard. And there's listings coming up all the time yeah. and selling. Look at in our own neighborhood, there <sighs> isn't one, no, there isn't two signs that are identical. Right. The, nobody has more than one listing. We saw two listings in the last month, different companies, one across the street from the other. Yeah. And one came up the first week, and then the, the next one came up the second week. Different companies. And it's it's always a, a different company. We've never received a postcard from no, an agent We've here. had this conversation Ever. before. <laughs> it's yes. very frustrating. Okay. So but tell us your parade, Doc. That's no. the parade. Oh. Is do your just sold postcards, follow up with a phone call, or a text or a visit somehow Wait, can you communicate knock in covid times are you suggesting that well, people... you can knock but you have to run away no <laughs> step back 6 feet after you knock right and Thank hold you up your hold that. up your hand sanitizer <laughs> while you're standing there and the sign says i'm not a jehovah's witness <laughs> hey <laughs> oh can you imagine what that's done to their missionary work Nobody answers the door anymore. Wow. So go knock, but step six feet back. But whatever you do, send the postcards. It doesn't matter if it's your sale or not. Send the postcards. Become the local expert for a geographic market. Target that market and do it consistently. And gang, you're going to own an area. Back to the basics. Hearts and minds. Back to the basics. All right. I have an Ask the Experts question. Wonderful. All right. So we've got an agent who has shown the same property three times. And it's a to pretty... To different buyers? No, same buyer. To one buyer? Yeah. Three showings? Yeah. What, they can't pull the trigger? Well, they obviously like the house, right? Yeah. It's got a waterfront view. It's kind of high end. She's really excited to sell this. However, the buyer is also considering building. And if they build, she won't get any part of that commission. So the question she came to the call with is, how do I convince them to buy that property instead of build? And you know our community. You know our people. So I could bet you all could probably guess what advice she got. The first thing she heard, and the second thing, and the third thing, and the I mean, everybody said the same over thing. Over and over. Yep. Put their needs first. Mm -hmm. Listen to them. Ask questions. This isn't about you. If you don't get this commission, you could still get three commissions, four commissions, just from them referring you people because of the way you handle this situation. And then there's some other things you should be aware of. Like, for example, you know, it might take two years to complete that build right now because we have a tremendous labor shortage. Someone, excuse me, lumber shortage. Someone brought up, well, when can the builder start? Because there's all kinds of delays right now. There's a national lumber shortage. And one of the things that's happening in one market around the country is the builders are adding a contingency to the new builds that commit the buyer to paying whatever the costs are 
as lumber continues to go up and there continues to be shortages. How about that? Um, what if, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, did they take into account there's no yard? There's going to be mud for a year. We don't even know if there'll be good drainage in your yard or if you'll have to put in like a French drain perimeter system. Those are expenses that you may not know that you have to incur until after the building is up. Um, so write out their options. Put their needs first. Be a listener. Don't forget about your financial risk analysis. Don't forget about your pro-con analysis. But be a listener. I love that. I, I just love that we remind each other to put the client first. That's our core values, right? To always make, make my, client's my client's number, number one goal, goal my, my number one goal. goal. When you do that, you're, the, it'll, it's going to pay off. And you, my love. Yes. Have you and ask the experts. Boy, today. do I ever. Oh, boy, do you ever. But it reminds me that, you know, when you said old school, we are old school. And we're new school. And you know what else? We're the right school. We're the best school. We know what's going on. Selling is selling. Yeah, you've got to embrace your systems and put them in place. And Those new are technologies, that's good. But they help you do the business. That work when you're when you're not working. That's what your systems do. And yeah. you got to embrace the technology of today. Yeah. You have to. But if you don't have selling skills. And if you don't have selling skills. I said, but if you don't have selling skills. The technology and the systems are not going to help you. Yeah. Well, and there's just some truths. Yes. That, that are, are, these truths are self-evident. How does that go again? Yeah. We hold these truths. Yes. yes. To be self-evident. Well, yes. for sure. And what I was thinking of was Floyd saying, I didn't invent the principles. Uh-huh. I just applied them. Yeah. And what's one principle of selling? Never just tell people something. That you, can you can also show them. show them. Right. Because a picture's worth a thousand listings. <laughs> yes. Seeing is believing. Visuals is proof. Evidence. It supports what you're saying. So we got a, a new agent in R squared. Yeah. He just finished the live stream program and trans transferred right into R squared from graduation. Oh, that's smart. Started right away. Yeah, yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. And, and he said, I had a listing appointment this week uh. and I downloaded the new slide deck from the hub. Yeah. And he says, they look great. Uh-huh. I was afraid to use them. Why? <laughs> he said, I don't know how to introduce it. When do I, what, how do oh. I bring it up? What, should I even use them? You know, Review session three and four. Oh, okay. yeah. And, you know, two or three other people on the team said, you know, I've kind of gotten out of that habit as well because so many of my listing appointments now are with repeat business clients. and past yeah. clients. Yeah. 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 So I've kind of gotten out of the habit of backing up everything oh. I say with a visual whenever I make a point. So I'm going back to that. Oh, I love it. And it does depend on the client to See, a certain extent. we will extent. always have work to do because we just got to remind I people. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and if, you're, if your prospects are 85 years old and you whip out a computer, it might scare them to death. Oh, that's not true. And if they're under 40 and you don't, yeah. then you look antediluvian. I think 85-year-olds are... Would be glad to look at your presentation I had an and say, "Wow, Uncle John's wife." There, you know? 
They're not dead. No. There's computers have been around for 25 years, 30, 40 years already. So here's what, here's the best advice. All right. Do it after your questions. You introduce your visual after your questions and after you look at the house. When you come back to the kitchen table. (laughs) That's the time. And or the, uh, you could show the polka first. You could. And then turn. And your expired list. Whoomp. Yeah, but you, you wouldn't even have to have the computer for that part. You wouldn't. Right. That's very true. Or you could have a, a one-page visual that you just take out. Right. Multimedia. Keep it off to the side. It isn't the presentation you are. Right. It's just a reference. Right. And it's there to keep you on track as well as them. Right. And uh, ask their permission to use a visual to keep me on track, to keep us on track. That's a good way to introduce the PowerPoint presentation. Get their permission to do it. Yeah. May I show you what we're going to do to sell your house? Oh, yeah, that dialogue that Floyd invented before? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So... I like this Ask the Experts question. If you haven't (laughs) been to the Hub and downloaded the new slide deck for both the listing appointment and the buyer interview, go to the Hub. Well, no, that's for R-squared coaching students. Yeah. Well, join R-squared. You get the Hub for free. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Good. I like it. Yeah. And, And one, I just wanted to add one final note to this week, if you don't mind about the story you told me. And it's one of your team members who is stressed out about this closing that's gotten screwed up because the appraisal got screwed up because the lender and the other agent, create a team every time you have a transaction. Create a transaction team. And that team includes both parties, both brokers, the lender, the attorneys, the appraiser, the inspector, everybody involved in having a stake in getting this thing closed. And when there's good news, share it with everybody. And when there's a hiccup, ask for solutions. Don't make the the solution dependent entirely on what you do and, and your efforts. Create a team. What does Floyd always say about teams? A group of people Working together toward a common goal in a spirit of harmony Mm -hmm. will always produce more than just a bunch of individuals. Mm -hmm. Transform your transactions from a bunch of individuals to a team with a common goal. You're going to have a lot less stress. That's beautiful.